Hi, Rolo. <laughs> what a way to start. Happy, happy holidays, you guys, from your lovable Pixels family. Welcome to episode Ariados, or 168 of Pixels. I'm your host, Jinji. With me, as always, is Senior Odin. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Odin here, back at it again with another lovely episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. Thank you. How are you guys doing today? And with us is, again, a man who refuses to use a vacuum cleaner for the amount of dust bunnies in his home, Mr. DJ. I am Blue Horse, hear me nay. <laughs> First time I've heard that, and I love it. And of course, we have Mr. Domaldo here. Hello, everyone. My nickname is Domaldo. It's always a pleasure to be here. Always. Yeah, a little bit of a small talk before we start the show. How are you guys doing? It's Krembus. Merrick Krembus. It's Krembus. Yeah, fun. Fun fact for you guys, I'm going to get this edited. It's going to go up on Christmas Day instead of the following Monday. So, you know, present. Oh, so, oh, so we're definitely not going to have any listeners. <laughs> yeah, I may want to preface that on uh, Twitter. Yes. Or wherever. Just make sure that people know that the this week's episode will be up, uploaded early. Oh, well. I may or may not live tweet that right now, but... If you are listening to this on Christmas Day, share it so that other people who like to listen to this know. Hashtag Pixels Polygons and Fun Podcast. I don't even know if that's a hashtag. Probably not. But we'll start it. Start a trend. Do that. Do a thing. Be proactive. All right. Anything uh, Anything else new with you guys? Um... Oh, Gingy, is there something new with you as of today? Uh, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> is there, uh, nothing's been said yet. Uh-huh. Now, as of recording, we are recording on the 22nd. I got married to Miss Tattle. I don't believe you. Not one bit. I was a witness. Yeah, DJ was a witness. He was there. Witness, can you confirm that he got married? <laughs> yes, I have it recorded. Hmm. Oh my god. Right. Me. Congratulations, Genji. Oh wait. Genji? Who's no, Genji? I am so sorry. <laughs> I still can't get it out of my head. <laughs> Ragging Genji. God damn it. Congratulations, Genji. <laughs> well, he does get ragged on a lot, so it makes sense. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> That's the Jeff Goldblum laugh from Jurassic Park, and you can't tell me otherwise. Oh God, what have I done? What have I done? You created a monster. But yeah, um, got uh, married to Miss Tattle today, so I was I was a I was a nervous wreck. I won't lie. That's insane. I can't believe you'd do that. How dare you? How dare you? I know. Just, just, wow. So yeah, that's it's definitely a good day, that's for damn sure. Uh-huh. On that lovable note, gotta make that lovely phone call. We'll be right back. 
Yes. Oh, I see. Good news, everyone. Welcome back, you guys, to the new segment. The final Good news, everybody. <laughs> the final news segment of 2021. Uh, pulling from James Bachelor. Uh, this article he posted is a selection of different types of graphs for the year of 2021. Uh, and I'll just, I'll, I'll go through, go through some of them. It looks like the total spending, excuse me, in the video game network, according to gamesindustry.biz, for 2021 has reached roughly 180.3 billion U.S. dollars. Holy. Yep, Gaming with, is uh, the biggest media media thing in the world. With 52% of that 180 is coming from mobile gaming. And so mobile games uh, reached a total re- yearly revenue of $93.2 billion. PC making up 20%, bringing in $36.7 billion. And then obviously we have consoles pulling up the remaining 28% with a yearly cap of $50.4 billion. Ooh. A lot. It's probably going to increase even more with the Steam sales about to start. Oh yeah, definitely. I already seized my eye on some games that are on sale. Okay, and uh, you know what? We'll go through go through the top ten of you know the best uh, box games, you know, physical games. Um, unfortunately, the source we're pulling is from the United Kingdom. I don't see anything else. But uh, number one or. Should we start at number one or work our way down from number 10? Work our way, work down. Your way down from 10. Yeah. Okay. So number 10, go fucking figure, is Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm-hmm. It'll never stop. And then we have FIFA 21 for number nine. Oh, God dang it. Why? Why, sports gamers? Why do you do this? Number eight, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Congratulations to all of you fans. Number seven, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. That makes sense. Cool. Number six, Call of Duty Vanguard. Ew. Oh, you poor souls. (laughs) Number five, Super Mario World 3D plus Bowser's Fury. Makes makes sense. Yeah. Number four, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Kind of happy. Number three, Minecraft. Yes. Is it? I thought this yep. was physical games. Does that still count? Yep. Number huh. two being Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Oh. And what DJ's, that favorite the game, DJ's favorite game ever, FIFA 22, hit the number one spot. Oh, God. Sports gamers, you suck. You ruin the industry. Go to hell. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, now. <laughs> that is such a strong opinion. Now, but now. One I can, uh, one I can back. Yes, please. Jesus okay, Christ. Okay, so let's see. Uh, looks like the highest uh, rated game as far as Metacritic goes to uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut. Nope. And the lowest, and that got a Metacritic rating of 97. The lowest rated game with a Metacritic score of 25 is eFootball 2022. Serves them right. How those type of games are all the way up and all the way down the spectrum. 
And so now my personal section, uh, the mobile market. So uh, go figure. You know, we'll start with the top top game publishers. Uh, number five, we got Zynga, which pulled in $2.1 billion for revenue. Then we have Playrix with 2.5. Then we have Activision Blizzard for 2.6. Then we have NetEase. NetEase with 3.1 billion. Anyone want to guess who number one is? Niantic? Uh, not Genshin? No, Publishers. Uh, uh, I don't know. Tencent. Uh, what's the one that makes Clash yeah. of Friends? It's Tencent. Yeah, that one. Hooray for Chinese gaming. Hooray. Yes, look at all of our information, our beautiful information. Use it however you like. So top five games for mobiles. Uh, number, f- one, number five is Coin Master. Number what? four is Roblox. Gross. Number three <laughs> is Genshin Impact. Of course. Okay. Number two is PUBG Mobile. And number one is Honor of Kings. Why? I can at least be happy Call of Duty Mobile isn't in the top five. It's probably in the top ten. <laughs> I haven't even heard of a game called Honor of Kings. So, you know, I'm pu- looking it up right now on I Google it's Play. It's the one that's been, like, on ads everywhere on YouTube. I think MatPat talked about it a little while ago. Yeah, even Honor of Kings. I'm typing it on Google Play, and it's not... It's not showing up. That is Apple Games suspicious. Oh, it's Apple Games exclusive? It might be. Okay, anyway, top five countries, five revenue. China. Uh, Number five, we got Taiwan pulling in uh, U.S. revenue, by the way. Uh, 2.5 billion total spent on mobile gaming. Number four is South Korea with 5.5 billion. And then we have China pulling in in revenue of fourteen point seven billion. Then we have Japan pulling a total revenue of seventeen point five billion. And then number one being the United States, and I contributed over half to it, twenty three point eight billion. I believe that. Oh, that's where all your, that's where all your money, money went. Honor of Kings is exclusive to the Chinese market. Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I believe Honor of Kings is like their version of PUBG. It's their version of League. Oh, uh, okay. All right, that's yeah, why. PUBG wouldn't make much sense. Oh, wow. And it's only exclusive, and it's exclusive in China. That's yeah. insane. And it got like first place in worldwide. What the? F- that is weird. It has like 100 million players daily. Wow. Is there 100 million Chinese people alive? Yeah. China has a has the population of a billion. Last I checked, they own a billion people. Okay, good for them. Oh, and then we also have the top fifteen of most covered games, as far as like news articles go. If you guys would like, to... let's just do the top five of that. <laughs> let's just do okay, top, top five on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, at the fifth spot, we have Minecraft. Whoa. Fourth spot being Halo Infinite. C one. Third spot being Resident Evil Village. Second spot being Cyberpunk 2077. Number one 
sports shit. <clears throat> Excuse me, Fortnite. Well, we did have the uh, Epic versus Everyone lawsuits this year. True. No, yeah, true. That still aren't over. Still going on, I guess. It looks like the most watched uh, video game trailer this year is the Battlefield 2042 reveal. What? You mean it's not Minecraft uh, 1.19 The Wild update? Or or Minecraft one point eighteen. Honestly, I feel I feel bad for ba- uh, for the Battlefield fans. Why? Twenty forty two is a broken mess with nothing in it. Oh, that's a problem for them. And apparently, some leakers came out that the next update isn't coming until March. Ouch! There's like one map currently in the game. Oh lord. And people are just okay with it, as always. It just and it's a, it's a glitchy mess. And people are not okay with it. It's not being played. And it's already on discount. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. I mean, I see a couple of other things, but nothing really noteworthy. And so your uh, <clears throat> Pokemon update for the week. Uh, oh, yeah. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl received a new patch. The patch version is now 1.1.3. Provides a variety of bug fixing, including the notification of Repel's ending. We don't know if that is it. Um, Bring back cloning. I haven't updated my game for that purpose. But my game can still technically clone. For now. For now. Or can it? Don't jinx me, man. <laughs> I'm going to laugh if you go and check and it's already updated. <laughs> that, and as you guys are listening to this live, this event started a couple of days ago. It will start tomorrow for us. It is part two of the holiday event. It'll run from the 23rd to the 31st. Same typical spawns that we had with part one. The Big difference being we have the Pokemon debut of Bergmite and Avalug being oh. pure ice types. Um, the new shinies that we are getting in the event are the Galarian forms of Darumaka and Darmanitan. Specifically, I should clarify... Uh, I said Galarian. What the hell is wrong with me? So yeah, get your... Get your green, green snowman. We... If only it could turn into a snowman form. Now, very unfortunately, and the completionist in me um, makes me required to do this event, but I am not going to be happy about it. There is a collection challenge for part two, and your reward is a Galarian Mr. Mime encounter. <laughs> Gingy's going to have a Mr. Rhyme. Gingy's going to have a Mr. Rhyme. (laughs) I think that Pokemon is so fucking stupid. And then next month, you're stuck playing the Diglett Spotlight. Oh. Nope. (laughs) That smile on Odin. (laughs) And now I'm going to have to go over that part, too. Thank you, DJ. Go fuck yourself with the cactus. (laughs) 
that Niantic has announced the next Pokemon Go event for the month of January. Firstly, the research breakthrough has been announced. So from January 21st to February 1st, you'll get a Onyx alongside Steelix Mega Energy. Heatran will return in five-star raids from January 7th through the 15th. Genesect Shock Drive will make its debut. It'll run from January 15th through the 24th. Regice randomly will be back from the 24th through February 1st. Mega Aerodactyl will make its Pokemon Go debut starting from January 7th and going into February 1st. A New Year event will run from December 31st at 2200 local time to January 4th at uh, 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. We have a Mountains of Power event that is focused around Sparks Discovery through Terrain reminiscent of mountains from Johto and Sinnoh, and will run from January 7th through January 13th. And we will also have a event themed around the Kanto power plant, and will run from the 19th until February 1st. And, of course, we got some spotlight hours. Do not play on the 11th. <laughs> Don't do it. Boycott Pokemon. Fuck Diglett, dude. So oh, somehow we have to trick him into playing on that spotlight hour. What'd you say, Domaldo? Uh, I don't remember, actually. <laughs> if I'm 100% honest, I don't remember. I don't think you've uh, heard the story on why I hate Diglett and Doug Trio so much. Oh, I definitely haven't. <laughs> That's so, re- release day of Pokemon X and Y, right? I'm hanging out with DJ. We're playing the games. I'm in the power plant area in the desert, and I'm just leveling up my Pokemon, get my team up. And I come across a full lot shiny Dugdrio. Full lots, you know, blue nose and everything. Mm-hmm. I got its HP in the red. Threw a ball. It broke out. Threw a ball. It broke out. I eventually ran out of Pokeballs on this piece of shit, and I had to kill it. And I was so mad that I macked my right leg to the point where I could not walk because I hurt myself by smacking my leg. Oh, no. And ever since then. Fuck, Doug Drio. And it's been hilarious every time. It is not hilarious. I'm getting phantom pain in my leg just thinking about it. Gingy, just seeing you react to the existence of the Diglett hunt in the Isle of Armor was hilarious. That hurt (laughs) me on a deep emotional level. You had to search for over a hundred Diglett. It's the best thing. Does anyone have any news? My sweet condolences to your wasted time. And that's <laughs> sanity was left of you. Well, since we, since uh, Demaldo has admitted his news is depressing, let's start out with something a little less depressing, if that's all right. Sure. It is depressing, but less depressing. God. You guys. Um, this comes from PC Gamer. By Andy Chalk. Ubisoft is reportedly suffering an exodus of employees over abuse allegations and creative discontent. 
Jesus. Oh. So much like Activision Blizzard, um, Ubisoft has been caught in scandal of employee abuse, and now people are leaving. What a funk it. A new Axios report says that Ubisoft has emitted a great exodus of talent as developers leave the studio at a rate that some remaining employees reportedly say they've never seen previously. At least five of the top 25 people in the credits for Far Cry 6, which launched less than three months ago, have left Ubisoft. Twelve of the top 50 credited developers on last year's Assassin's Creed Valhalla are gone, too. Uh-oh. It's unclear how far off of the norm those numbers are. Experienced developers coming off of major studio projects sometimes decide they want to try something new. But lower-level employees are also bailing out. Data from business-oriented social network LinkedIn indicates that at least 60 employees from Ubisoft's Toronto and Montreal studios have left the company over the past six months. Damn. Two two employees still at the company told Axios that the loss of staff is enough to have slowed or outright stalled some current projects, and one external developer said that they've been contacted by a colleague at Ubisoft for help with the game because there was no one left at the studio who could take care of it. Oh, shit. Oh, considering how they often release their games, that it means it's even more nightmarish. Uh, reasons for leaving Ubisoft include low pay, frustration with Ubisoft's creative direction, perhaps a jab at the recent embrace of NFTs, an increase in opportunities elsewhere, and of course the allegations of widespread workplace abuse at Ubisoft that surfaced last year. Hmm. Jesus. Uh, one recently departed de- developer told Axios that Ubisoft has become an easy target for recruiters, while another cited management and creative scraping by with the bare minimum as their reason for turning away from the company. Uh, Ubisoft is acting as if everything is normal. Helped in part uh, by increasing pay raises for employees in its Canadian studios in November. uh, reportedly having an employee retention of 50%. I wouldn't say that's good, but maybe (laughs) it's good in comparison. But uh, Still one possible sign of staffing issues at the Ubisoft may have been last week's Splinter Cell remake announcement. For those that didn't know, Splinter Cell is getting a remake. Oh. uh, Which explicitly called for interested developers to join up. That in and of itself isn't terribly unusual. Studios are hiring all the time. But it was a bit strange to see the project revealed at such an early stage of development when Ubisoft is still hammering out basic design, basic design decisions. And of course, Ubisoft recently invited more bad press and quite possibly deeper employee discontent with the announcement that it's going whole hog on NFTs. The Ubisoft Quartz announcement trailer is now up to 42,000 dislikes compared to just 1,700 likes. YouTube no longer displays dislike numbers on videos, but browsers and sections are still able to restore them. And the French trade union's uh, Solidaires Informatique uh, denounced the scheme as useless, costly, and ecologically mortifying. So yeah, Ubisoft is effing up just as bad, if not worse than usual. Yeah. It's just a detailed description of, of all the horrible shit that they get into now, the, the last thing that they've done, because they're, why are AAA companies nowadays such garbage? Treat your people right. Come on now. 
You know what the sad thing is, though? Ubisoft is going to get a big burst next year. Mm-hmm. Because of one thing. Mario and Rabbids 2. I doubt that's the only thing, but yes. That's going to be the big thing that gives them a boost, because as far as I've heard, there's nothing else much to announce from them for next year. Oh, yeah, for next year specifically, yes. Well, they can always release some half-cooked game and call it an early access or something. <laughs> Round the numbers a little bit with that, with that stunt. But, yeah, that's my news. So, Demaldo, go ahead and break our hearts. All right. Let's go. Uh, in PC Gamer uh, by uh, Rich Stanton, published a day ago, Argument over Diablo loot ends in fatal shooting. Joshua Spellman is awaiting trial and faces a charge of second-degree murder. Uh, on Friday, 17 December, Joshua G. Spellman of Amboy, WA, appeared in Clark County Superior Court, a court accused of second-degree murder. Uh, the 36-year-old Spellman allegedly shot and killed 34-year-old Andrew Dixon, his friend of 26 years following a heated argument about an incident in a game of Diablo 2 that the pair were playing. In an interview with the detective, Spellman said he, Dixon, and a third man were playing Diablo 3. Both Spellman and Dixon were playing the game from separate places on the same property, communicating via headset. Dixon apparently became upset when a random player entered the game and stole a valuable piece of loot that the party hadn't collected. The game should have been password protected, but wasn't. And the affidavit said uh, Spellman told detectives that Dixon began yelling, name-calling, and cursing at him. Uh, Spellman said Dixon's rant went on for three to five minutes, and he told Dixon he needed to calm down or he was going to get shot. Spellman took his gun from beside his computer and went to the main house on the property. Both he and Dixon lived in smaller houses on the same land. Per the affidavit, I asked him why his pistol was next to the computer. Spellman replied, why not? This is America. Yeah. Yeah. While walking between the houses, Spellman fired the gun into the air before entering the main house. He apparently spoke to his father inside of the house before Dixon also entered and verbally, and verbally remonstrated with Spellman about the earlier threat to shoot him. Per the affidavit, Dixon closed the distance between the pair and Spellman shot him. Dixon was shot in the torso and was taken to the hospital where he underwent surgery but died from his injuries. Senior Deputy Prosecutor Luka Vitasovic requested Spellman to be held on 2 million bail, arguing a seemingly minor incident resulted in someone being shot and killed. Judge Snyder set Spellman's bail at $750,000. He is scheduled to be rearranged in December 29. That's a, that's a quick but quite intense and depressing type of news. I mean, December 17, like we're closing to Christmas and arguing arguments over like video game loot that no, the other person didn't even steal. Get these heated. Like, come on, people. It's a game. You don't have to get all that worked up over something so trivial. Yeah, I guess. Seems silly though. Still, to be honest with you, it's very, very silly. Like honestly, um, also a little comment. 
Why do you keep a gun next to your desk? This is America. Have you ever seen uh, Russian Badgers videos? Uh, the YouTuber that makes uh, those like gamer poop type deals uh, over new games and stuff. I think I've come across a few videos. Yeah, I believe every single one of his friends and him included has a gun somewhere nearby because they always joke about uh, a specific gun and then somebody does the reload with that specific gun. The most uh, popular one being the M1 Garam, but there's also been like a, a Deagle and uh, other guns that have been featured in his videos uh, as part of the arsenal that some of his friends keep in the house, in the home close to the computer. So it's, I don't know, how many people have like their weapons near their gaming PCs? Is this Is this a thing in America? Well, as long as it's kept secured, I guess it would make sense if that's where they constantly are for most of their day. Mm. To have yourself help your self-defense mechanism nearby, because, I mean, let's be honest, if you're at a computer all day, you are extremely vulnerable. Oh, yes, 100%. Your eyes are glued to a screen. You're not, you may have headphones on, you're not going to hear someone breaking in. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you're a streamer, you're going to have... Issues with doxing and all that. Oh, yeah, 100%. The only good thing about being a streamer is that if someone tries to shoot you or kidnap you, you, you have the entire world as a witness. Okay, then. I guess we're going to cut it here and go into the next next segment. I am we'll so sorry. We'll be right back. Welcome back, you guys, to the next segment of the show. We will talk about what games we have been playing since we last got together. Um, Senior Odin. Minecraft. Lots and lots of Minecraft. Oh, God. It is my All drug. Minecraft. It is uh, literally my drug. I've never heard of this game before. What is it? It's basically an overworld survival game where you have to build and craft things and... Um, the whole idea is to survive and just kind of create things that you want to make. Now, uh, I heard the game is built in uh, spheres. Yeah. Totally <laughs> built out of spheres. There is no edge at all in this game. It is all rounded everything. Is the new update fun? Um, the 1.18? Yeah. 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 It's pretty fun. It's nice. Have you killed the, the new bosses? Are super awesome. Been killing any of the new bosses? Uh, there's no. Oh, the uh, warden isn't available yet. That's not going to drop until the wild update. Yeah, well, they keep holding that one off. <laughs> yeah, I know they they do keep doing that, and that's kind of frustrating. But it's okay. Life will go on. A little peeler on your eye. Yeah, I'm, I am honestly excited. Like, this game, honestly, for me, like, a lot of people, everybody has their game that they'll fall back onto to something to do and that they really enjoy. They love playing through it over and over and over again. Minecraft, for me, is that game. I always come back to it. There is a special place for it. In my, uh, always. Uh, I don't think I could ever not play this game. Fair enough. Uh, Mr. Domaldo, what games have you been playing? 
Well, I have been playing uh, lots of Mordhau lately. The new update for the game finally came through. Uh, it's a bit also done in a Minecraft fashion in which it's split in half. Uh, it's called the Eastern Invasion Update. And uh, essentially, the game has been uh, put forth into the typical uh, medieval uh, scenery that most people would think about, which is the Crusades. So it's added a lot of cosmetics to make Crusaders, uh, the helmets, the armors, the weapons, as well as the op opposition, which are like sultans, uh, Argonians, as well as um, something else. I don't remember what was their name, but like uh, Cumans. Etc. So we have lots of cool uh, new items to play around with, uh, and they completely revamped uh, the horde mode, which is like the PVE game mode of the game, uh, which now has like uh, lots of like skills and, uh, and and abilities that you can use to like uh, dominate the AI in the battleground, which is pretty fun. Uh, it had it, so I've jumped back into the game. Because of the update, and a lot of new people uh, jumped into the game because of the update, and a lot of the old players jumped into the update. So it's a very inconsistent game experience because the veterans just keep curb stomping everyone. Yeah, that sounds a lot like uh, how games work. Yeah, uh, yeah, essentially, yes. The I don't. The problem is that unlike most uh, shooting games, uh, melee slashers like this one uh, tend to fall more on the chivalry type deal, where uh, it just literally becomes unplayable to play against other players. Like it feels like everybody's just cheating, but it'll it'll simmer down soon, and hopefully things will come back to normal. But still, I've I've been enjoying my medieval slasher game a lot lately. Cool. That's all right, uh, DJ. What games have you been playing? Um, well, since we last spoke, it's been a while. Uh, we've turned on our streams for Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond for now, leaving those on Poke Sundays, and we're currently going through Halo Infinite, uh -huh. the campaign mode. And so uh -huh. far, it's been a really fun game. Really? There's a lot of quality of life changes. Um, like the number one change I found is you remember in uh, how plasma weapons uh -huh. used to just run through the battery and then it's dead, you have to replace it? Yeah. You can now refill them with dropped weapons. What? Just like just like with a normal gun. That's really Holy cool. Shit. So that's really nice, and there's a bunch of ammo crates around everywhere that fill up different types of weapons. I'm completely lost by the story. How we got from Halo 5 to Halo Infinite, we're definitely missing something there. There's something completely missing there. Cortana's dead at the start of the game. Wait, what? Oh. Cortana yep. is dead. That, that's just the start of the game. Cortana's dead. We don't know how. We don't know why. We don't know how. We we're don't... on a destroyed ring. We have this evil band of brutes after us. Nice. And apparently the UNSC lost the entire war. Without Master Chief, they're nothing. So, we're kind of thrown for a loop, but it's kind of cool having an open-world Halo game. I only just unlocked Flight in the last episode, so that'll be fun to get to next week. We'll, be, we'll, we'll have Banshees and Wasps flying around, so... 
I don't know much about the multiplayer. I did a few matches. They were kind of fun, but... Oh, man, the XP grind is, is awful. Confirm awful in the multiplayer. This. Confirm me these, this, DJ. I heard there are cat ear helmets. Yeah. I saw are. a news article for that. I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably something you have to pay for. I okay. do. I will say this about Halo Infinite. I appreciate the call-outs to Red versus Blue. Oh, they have. Those. I wouldn't know them because I've never seen it. Have you <laughs> over the pink color? No. Well, when you create your armor or whatever, and you hover over pink, instead of saying pink, it'll say lightish red. <laughs> and that's that's from Red versus Blue. Lightish red. That's funny. That is. But yeah, Halo Halo Infinite's been fun. Oh, by the um, way, don't worry about me. I'm so cold. <laughs> um, on the mobile side, I've done a little bit of Pogo. I haven't put a lot of effort into it. Just mostly doing some random stuff. Uh, Dokkan. Uh, we've had some Universe 6 updates with that. We had the new uh, LR Hit and God Goku drop. I got lucky enough to get one, as well as an LR Tarlis, finally. Hey, you got an LR Tarlis, too. But I wanted to hit in Goku. <laughs> it's a decent unit, but there's so many universe universe survival saga LRs right now that he's really not needed. He doesn't really add a whole lot since defensively he kind of sucks. But uh, right now we're waiting to see if there's some kind of special Christmas drop or if this is it. Um, however, on the JP side, uh, there was a new LR drop, which was a uh, LR... Uh, Kid Trunks and Future Gohan that awake that has a uh, uh, a retreat function where it goes to the scene of Future Gohan knocking out Trunks and battling the androids. Um. And when that happens, his defense drops to nothing. So when he gets hit, he dies, but he has a revival function that when that happens, he comes back even stronger, with much higher defense, and does a lot of damage. I'm gonna grab a drink real quick. But, there is another thing on JP that I have to bring up, because Jinji is going to be very happy. There is, on JP, the return of the Dragon Ball Fusions story. With the availability of the Barlot medals. Thank because you! Barlot is getting an easy A. Ooh! Excitement is palpable. As well as Coroli and the Videl and the Pan Fusions. Oh yeah! Also, the uh, characters from Fusions, they had their cards in the game. I don't know if we'll be able to pull them or not, but they're getting an Awakening. They're getting Awakenings as well. On that side. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, Jinji, you're only maybe, what, six months at most away from being able to do it? <laughs> That's fine. Fine. I played a little bit of Tokon myself. Um, I did pull an LR Turles uh, and trying to remember who the second LR. Oh, uh, another of the Kale and. Uh, that is a good card. 
But I'm personally waiting very impatiently to for uh, the new LR Gogeta to come to the Baba shop so I can use my red coins for him. Uh, well, hopefully we should at, there should at least be the year-end summons. You remember those ones? Where we have the tiers? Like the first summon, you get a category leader or a mono leader, yeah, and then you yeah. build up to getting a free LR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those should be coming with the new year. So build up your stones. You build up your stones. Kinky. <laughs> it's like, oh. I have also played Pokemon Go. Uh, yes. I think the only shiny I can really report on so far this week is a shiny Holiday Spiel. So he has a little, little scarf. He's cute. Uh, oh, I hear a Rolo. I hear a Poppy. Anyway, uh, friends of mine on a uh, app that I use, Bobby, on an app that I use, they live in a different region, and they are now, as we are recording in uh, part two of the holiday event, I'm getting uh, invites to, a, you know, Galarian Darumaka raids, so, you know, fingers crossed, you know, universe. You want to celebrate the wedding? Give me a shiny. And also, totally forgot I had this, by the way. And doesn't translate well to audio medium. But uh, I got this from uh, Senor Odin. What did you get for me? Remember the Pokemon Black DS? Oh, that was oh cool. yeah. Yep, I have been playing a game on this DS. Uh, my mom, uh, she was cleaning off her bookshelf, and she found this buried behind the books. And I, I won't lie, the cartridge was dirty as fuck. But I managed to clean it off, and shockingly enough, it works. But my mom found my old copy of Mega Man Star Force Leo. So I've been, I've been playing that the past couple of days. Mega Man Star Force! The one Mega Man anime in English that got canceled. Because I mean, it was only airing on Toonami Online. They never finished uh, NT Warrior in English. Uh, at this point, I would love to get... Is NT Warrior on Blu-ray? No. Probably not, unless you pirate it. Yo-ho, yo-ho. It's a Mega Man life for the... Uh, I can see is like breathing here. So I want to download a couple of more Steam games from my library, but I do not have space for it, and I am planning on taking my computer to work and use the Wi-Fi there because it's so much better. So much better. So I'm going to download my games there. Um will be streaming Gears Tactics in the next couple of days. You know, stay tuned for that one. Okay. I've been meaning to get back into that. So I love my Gears, and it's a tactical turn-based game. And you don't need your graphic... You don't need your capture card for it. I do not, since my capture card took a shit. So my Brilliant Diamond playthrough has stopped. 
Um, I might be picking up Battle Network again if I can get the epilogue thing to work properly. I've been uh, I've been having issues with that as well. But uh, with that being said, you guys, we're going to cut it here and go into the topic. We'll be right back. And welcome back, you guys, to the topic of the show. DJ, do you want to tell the wonderful listeners? It always falls on me. Hey, I picked you because you were blue and, you know, Christmas. You're blue and you're a horse. You're you're. You're racially profiling me here. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? Yes. Horses are not a race, DJ. No, they you, can sir. race. They are a gender. Oh. It's a very different. <laughs> Oof. Uh, but yes, in the spirit of Christmas, we are talking about gifts. The receiving of gifts Specifically, the receiving of gaming gifts, whether they've been for Christmas or other time of the year. What gifted games are most special to us in current or in the past? Who wishes to go first? All right. All right. I got a good one. Okay. Okay. All right. So I want to say I was in, uh, I want to say it was like first grade. No, it was kindergarten, actually. It was kindergarten. Um. I received my first Game Boy Pocket. All right. Okay. Now, the Game Boy Pocket, yes, was really cool. Okay. Uh, but that's not what the important thing here is. It was red and it was br- beautiful. Uh, but the game that I got for it was a game that released the same year that I was born. Oh, which was 1991. Uh, the game that I got was the, uh, it was Mario. It was a Mario game. And I played the crap out of that game, mind you, like all the time. If I had if I had time to do it, I did it. And my parents used to get super mad at me because I would always get like run through batteries. So. That was always fun, Uh, but no, it was a really good game to have, honestly. Uh, It was one that I thoroughly enjoyed and I played it all the time. Um see here there was a few um i think i don't think i ever really got past a certain point okay. in the game so like I, I don't think i could ever get past the space the space missions hey, hi domino you probably good yeah, that's that's a that's a game that I do thoroughly remember growing up. That I got for Christmas. You can see the emotional value of having that, and but also having the game that was. That you know what? Here. You know what the cool thing is? I still have that exact game cartridge. The fuck the cartridge! Nice. Yep. Does it still work? Yeah. Works perfectly fine. That's good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes by now the battery would run would run out. Yeah, no, it uh it actually works just fine. Pretty crazy. If I say That's so cool. myself, it is pretty crazy. It's a Mario game on Game Boy. It probably goes for a fair amount these days. 
Yep, I you even have to keep, little... keep on you. You know those original like plastic like cases that they would put? Oh like, yeah. Little holding cases? Yeah, I have that on mine. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty Who'd... awesome. Who'd like to go next? I remember getting the first Pokemon Ranger for the DS. For Christmas one year. Where I destroyed my original OG DS touchscreen. Because of Pokemon Ranger. That series was the bane of DS's. <laughs> and hand cramps. Or you had to be the fucking Flash to get all the circles done on fucking Entei. Yeah. Shit was brutal, man. What about you, though? Well, the one that always springs to mind is I think I was 13, and I don't know how, but somehow my mom had convinced my grandma to buy me Halo Combat Evolved for the PC <laughs> as a Christmas gift. I don't know how she convinced her to do it. But I opened my gift from my grandmother, who abhors violence in all ways, and it was a the PC copy of Halo Combat Evolved. And I was obsessed with it at that time. I was constantly playing the demo with the... somehow had a still working online function. No, I guarantee you it's probably because of the name Halo. Oh, <laughs> God, yes. It... And I, I still I, I still have it. I still have the physical copy with the disc, and it still works with the CD code and all that. So I can always install it if I want to, even though now Steam has the Master Chief collection that I have. But that was my real introduction to Halo, because I didn't have an Xbox. So I played the PC ports, uh, pirated Halo 2, and then got disappointed with, because Halo 3 never came to PC, and I was mad at Xbox. Oh, no. And that was my only driving force to get a 360 on my high school graduation money because I really wanted to play Halo 3 because I'd never finished it outside of playing the first few missions. And then Halo 4 came out. Yeah, then you saw a pattern. And then you saw I actually liked the story of Halo 4. It was streaming Halo 5 when it was like, oh my gosh, what are you people doing? Stop focusing on Locke, he sucks. Yeah. So, what about you, Dom? Ah, when I was a child and and when I was like a bit older, the only thing I would get was like toys. <laughs> we didn't get many consoles going on like for Christmas or anything of the sort. I do remember what my most what I most remember was my stepfather getting video games for himself because he was the owner of the Xbox. So he got himself all of the Halos, all of the Gears of War, all of the all of the, you know, like the typical, like, like typical school stuff. He was also into Call of Duty, but I remember uh, being with him uh, along for the ride for like 
most of the Halo stories. I don't remember the exact Halo stories, but I remember like, uh, like uh, he he was very into the into the whole genre. Like he's like the reason why he bought the Xbox was because of Halo and because of Gears, and yeah, that's basically it. Like in terms of gifts, uh, when I was younger, I got toys, and when I was older, I got clothes. That's it. Fair enough. The other, the other game that really comes to mind for me, I remember getting during the holidays, is Pokemon Coliseum. I remember. Well, getting... what if we, what if we focus outside of holidays and just gifts in general? My go-to favorite video game gift that I've gotten so far in my life is. Uh, for my birthday one year, my grandmother bought me a copy of Pokemon Ruby. Oh, yeah? And I still have... Boy, the puppies are fighting. Audio Ooh. listeners, DJ turned on his camera, and he's pointing it at his two dogs, and they are fighting. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I still... I still have Pokemon Ruby to this day, that specific cartridge, but unfortunately something with it died and so it no longer works. But I still have it. I even have another copy of Pokemon Ruby that does work. So if I ever if I ever get the hankering to play Ruby, I can. But it's just that specific Pokemon Ruby cartridge, even though it's completely pointless and useless, I will keep it. And now I could make your I could make your ruby even better now, Gingy. Because remember what I showed you early today? I got those DS cards that let you unlock all of Gen 3, Gen 4, and Gen 5's mystery events. Nice. How much did you pay for those? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Triple digits? Well, when I bought three of them together. Give us a number. I gotta hear it. No. I plead the fifth. I refuse to self-incriminate. Never happened. But hey, they work. I tested it on Emerald today, and I got the the Mew map. Uh, Sure. So next time I see you, I'll make sure to bring my uh, Emerald with me. Also, Odin. You can bring your Ruby, too, and you can get the uh, Eon ticket. Find this super satisfying, my dude. What what are you finding super satisfying? Sorry, I'm not even looking at the screen. He's doing the Star Force. Star Force Jack in. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm in the middle of the crafty mines. <laughs> Such shame. For shame. Whoever doesn't know what that is from, I'm super going to be upset about that and you. You'll be upset, uh, spaghetti. It is so iconic. How many times are we going to say that word in this episode, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I don't know. That's the first time I've, I've said it. Who else here has said it today? I think I've said it a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, so 
we we used to have a guy who did this with us and uh he uh iconic was like his thing say so it's just funny now whenever anyone else says it but uh so yeah to answer your question dj pokemon ruby for me getting it from my grandma Anyone else have any stories they wish to share? Um, let me see here. I know I got a bunch of others. Uh, okay. Um, there was one year for Christmas. Um, I I've never owned a game console, literally, like ever. Um, my dad decided for all three of my brothers and I, uh, he would go out and get us a Super Nintendo. So a Super Nintendo was the first game console that I had ever owned. And um, it was it, uh, the first game that we got was, well, it was obviously it was a Mario game, um, but it was the one with the uh, the fe- uh, the feather, the pow, the, the feather thingy. Um, I don't know how to... Was that uh, Super Mario World? Yeah, Super Mario World. It was uh, super awesome, actually. It was pretty cool. Um, I really, really, really got into it. Uh, We sat down and we beat the entire thing. Then later on, he wanted to introduce me to um, fighting games. So he bought uh, Fatal Fury 4? Which essentially was just uh, King of Fighters, essentially. So you were one of the few that were familiar with Terry when he was announced for Smash. <laughs> yeah, Terry Bogard is someone who I am quite uh, uh, quite familiar with. If I'm going to be super honest with you, not just not just because of uh, that, but because of the fact um, I used to play a card game called uh, UFS. And um, Harry Bogard was a character in there, uh, a character card that you can play as. And he actually had a couple different versions of him that you could play. It was a, uh, it was pretty neat actually. Very cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was honestly, it was a pretty fun thing to play. If I'm going to be honest with you, um, the game was great. Uh, the community was okay. Um, there was a few people that I just was not a super huge fan of, mostly just because they they did me pretty wrong in my opinion. Uh, they they played mm-hmm. it off as that they were the nice guy, but they always literally they just pretty much like fucked me over essentially, and like I just got tired of it, so I uh, I quit playing. Makes sense. And I left the community. Yeah, I'm I'm not one of those people who feel like they are above quitting a game because just because the community is kind of trash. Um, I am definitely one of those people who will quit the game. I, I will walk away. N- no, no issues. I'll just be like, "This fine, it's cool, whatever." I don't need you guys. I don't. I don't need this game. I don't need this stress. You can, you can, basically fuck right off. Makes sense. Lord, so jolly. I feel like these Christmas we are all a bit. Uh, I don't know. Agitated, confused, concerned. Um, holidays are a holidays are. I think in general are rough for people. I feel like it's definitely a time where you should 
learn how to, you know, be thankful for the things that you have, the people that you have around you for sure. Especially if you have a hard time, because those people that love you and that are around you, you know, they, they'll, they'll be there for you. You know, they're, they're, they're there to actually help you out and make sure you have a good time. Um, that's why sharing these, uh, sharing these things, uh, from our childhood and whatnot for getting games and stuff, uh, we really enjoyed is a super awesome thing because we, we, as a people, we, we struggle to keep and maintain happiness. Um, yeah, happiness is a very fleeting thing, but we have amazing people to keep us going. Like Genji has definitely been a person for me in my life who's really just kind of like helped me out overall in general. I got you. Yeah. And I mean, Genji surprised me with a lot of cool things. You know, him and I have been through a lot. We've lived together and it's been really fun. Uh, we're straying away from the topic. I'm sorry. Uh, you got me talking about something serious and I, I, I kind of tend to delve really deep into serious uh, topics. Sorry. It's all good, dude. Keep going. No, no, you're good. Um but no. Um uh, You know what? I don't think since then I've actually really ever received like uh many video games for Christmas. Everything else Oh Oh Okay. Okay. Here's a good one for you guys. There was, you know how the, um, I don't know if you have the same thing, Demaldo, where you're from, but so here in America, we, uh, North America, I should say, um, fuck yeah. Uh, we have this thing where people who are less fortunate when it comes down to getting gifts, uh, generally there's like something that they can request to get like certain gifts from. And if it's within a, uh, a certain budget, they will actually get those gifts and send them to you. Um, and as like a, they'll get some of them from your list, and then you can you can get them. Uh, there was one year. Uh, my dad is super hardcore against Pokemon. Well, he was. I mean, he still kind of is. But um, I requested that they send me Pokemon Pearl for Christmas. Well, me being like, oh, this is a video game. They're not, they're not going to get that for me. Come Christmas Day. I open up my gift, one of them, and it's a copy of Pokemon Pearl. I put it on there as a joke, and my dad was so angry. He took it, and he says, you can't have this. He never threw it away. He said he did, but he never did, because I found it. And I ended up taking it and uh, using it. So, How long did it uh, it took me about a month to actually find it. My dad had a lot of hiding places. He really did. He thought that I would not find them, but uh, he lacked the understanding of what a persistent child can do. Oh, I can, I can, I can relate. So yeah, I found it pretty. I, I found it, and um, I I kept it, and I hid it from him, and I played it all the time. So. That the spirit of Christmas had your back that day. Oh, it really did. Yeah. So that was probably one of the best things I've ever received from Chris uh in, for Christmas. Like a gift that was a video game. It really honestly was. I don't I I uh I don't think any other gift can actually like really beat that. Well, for video game wise, maybe. If someone were to buy me a PS5 for Christmas or my birthday, I might actually uh 
be inclined to um, marry them, possibly. Even now that you say that when you're already married, man. Well, I'm technically I'm more separated, but thanks. Oh wait, who's talking here? Um, Odin. Odin. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was so I I I was so engrossed in the story, but I thought it was Jinji. <laughs> yeah, no, that was me. Um, no. Who? What Not other capable of telling engrossing stories? Yeah, I, I tell I tell engrossing stories, and I I apologize. Not apologize for that. That is a gift. Um, I uh generally I'm I I get really deep into things. That's just me, who I am as a person. I uh, I go deep. I guess you are very, you are a deep man. Me without my soundboard. <laughs> Sounds like a problem. So I'll just have to do an impression. Oh my. Oh my. Oh lord. That's funny, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Well, there has to be some other stuff that you guys remember that you've had. Can't just be that. Can't. It, it seriously can't. Christmas thing, no, but I, I will never forget when I got Minecraft. Oh man, dude. Yeah, Minecraft was... is just one of those games, my guy. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, with my, but it wasn't like a Christmas thing. It wasn't. It wasn't a gift thing. It wasn't. It was like, it. How do I explain this? Essentially, I saw some gameplay on YouTube. Back when YouTube was like the first thing that came out, and um, and uh, I really liked it. And it was like around the time the beds became a thing. Like it was like the update that beds were added to Minecraft, and I was oh, like, I want this game. Yeah. I need this game. This game looks like so much fun. I was like a, I was a, I was literally a very small child, uh, and I, I and I begged my grandmother because my grandmother was the only one taking care of me at the time, and she was like, Oh, how much is it? Oh, it's like ten bucks, and I'm like, Yes, yes, don't worry, don't worry, I'll I, I'll have the ten bucks, don't worry. So I uh, I put like half of my half of that, uh, gave half of that like five bucks that I had from like uh, lunch money that I saved up and I gave it to my grandmother. I was like, I have this much and I'll don't worry after a few, a couple months, I'll get to the rest and I'll get the Minecraft. And she was like, no, screw it. I'm, I'm buying it for you. And she bought Minecraft with me. And, um, and it, it was like through Minecraft, I met like the best relationships that I could in my life so far. Uh, like like really deep friendships and also got me into uh, the gaming community and got me into the internet and all that stuff and I'm and I, I, there are things that I believe really, like glad for, but it wasn't a it wasn't a season thing it wasn't it was it was like half of a gift thing but yes, I remember that very fondly in terms of like getting games a little a slightly unexpectedly. <laughs> I can hear the dogs. Um, well, I I think the only other gifting moment for gaming that comes to mind is. Uh... I think I was either 9 or 10, and my parents had surprised me. Oh, I gotta move recording. Speaking about uh, game something? Oh, right. Uh, the only other gaming gift that comes to mind is uh, my parents had surprised me for, I want to say it was either my ninth or 10th birthday, with, they had traded in my Game Boy Color without me knowing, and had replaced it. With a Game Boy Advanced SP. 
It's not a bad trade. As my birthday gift, alongside a copy of Pokemon Seven. Oh damn! That is not a bad trade. They knew how to do that. <laughs> that is what they knew how to do that. They only traded in the console, not any of the games. So mm. I had all my Game Boy games and a Game Boy Advanced SP with a new Pokemon game that. I played the absolute crap out of Sapphire. I did like five different runs on that cartridge. And I'm kind of upset with past me for actually selling all of my Game Boy games to GameStop. <laughs> I'd be too. But I have a copy of it now on cartridge. So eventually I'll get back to it and do a proper run, complete the Pokedex, all that fun stuff. But it's just another part of my gaming collection to slowly regain. Use those games. Like, if you have those game cartridges today, you could still use them. Yep. Okay, yeah. Awesome. You don't see that much with consoles anymore. They say that they're, like, backwards compatible, but the game always breaks. I remember when we changed from the Xbox 360 to the Xbox One, Mass Effect 2 just would not launch. That was sad. I missed the heyday of the 360. Yeah, it was like... back when back when they thought they were winning. <laughs> well, you gotta give you gotta hand it to them. They had a good run, and it was like when video games were actually made to be fun. We didn't have these constant scandals of AAA companies screwing people over over and over and over again. It was just people actually making like quality games for the sake of actually having fun and not just scam people out of their money. And the connect happened. And the connect happened. <laughs> this like some avatar avatar shit, and then the Fire Nation attack. Was it Precisely. really that abrupt with the connect? Well, that's when they that's when Xbox turned their back on their fan base hmm. and said, "Here, we have this camera for everyone to use. All you hardcore fans, shut up! You already had the first half of the Xbox lifestyle. You don't get anything else." Uh that makes sense. Never had a Kinect. My stepfather was not a gimmick guy. I had one. It it was okay. I mean, the only thing that really worked was the voice function. Yeah. Even today, like, body recognition is all not not fantastic. And rigging those things up is a nightmare. I, I actually had to, like, uh, create a software with a small computer like a small like hobby computer that you could program from the from the like the smallest things to recognize uh, hand gestures uh and use those to like uh, activate uh things uh, the whole idea was to have this thing activate uh things in the house like open the curtains uh, cl- uh open air conditioning close doors etc 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 and it was still a nightmare to just get a hand going. Like, it was just mostly where the hand orientation was going, not even the fingers. Well, well. I think that might be it for our topic. Yeah, it might yeah. be. All right. Well, if you guys can come up with anything or think of any gifts that you may have received, let us know. Definitely. We want to hear about your gifts. We're going to cut it here. And going to the bullshit will be be right back. What's up, guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? 
Well, to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us as Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now, we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. And welcome back to the bullshit segment of the show, Bullshit Away. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. bullshit. Smile and you let me all alone. What? Well, I remember like, D- like DJ is the guy that invited me to this podcast and he was like, yes, let's go into this podcast. Like, we need more people. And then the day that I, the first day that I was here, you were gone. You left me. Oh, my schedule wasn't lining up. I was all alone with these strangers. Hey, now. I'm not <laughs> so bad. No, no, you're not. Well, you are strange. I mean, you strange are- indeed, yes. But you're, that- strange, but you're not a stranger to me anymore. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to I'm, be a stranger. I'm genuinely It's been a very hectic holiday month. It really is. No one's happy. Um, for some it's, just, why... it's, just, it's just stressful. Yeah, holidays have like lost their meaning behind all of the stress that we are put under. Why'd the Grinch go to the liquor store? I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like I'm going to get told. Because he was searching for the holiday spirits. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So he's looking for that. Uh... Oh, frick. Forgot what the name was. The eggnog. <laughs> Crap. Oh, dude. Uh, fireball eggnog. He's was I looking love, for fireball eggnog. I love eggnog. It's like my favorite drink. It's the only drink I drink. Fireball is pretty solid. I am a hard alcohol person. I, I don't do. I'm not a huge like beer fan. Uh, if it's going to be alcohol, it has to be like something that like has an actual like really good alcohol content in it not just like you like a truck yeah i want that shit to hit me like no one's business i need it in a glass that it and pour it only like a third of the glass it was actually something i saw at the store was there's actually is fireball branded eggnog but it has no alcohol in it you're supposed to you're supposed to buy some fireball separate and pour it in yeah now they're just getting greedy yeah, wow, that is a fucking marketing stunt if I ever heard one. Oh, it's still cinnamon-flavored eggnog. I would drink it, like, as it is. But you know what? Considering the whole stress situation, I might be tempted to pour a, other alcohol in it and I just chug that shit. Because sugar and alcohol is such a great mix. Isn't it? And then make sure you have a nice, tasty gingerbread house. Mm. Or gingerbread <laughs> Mountain Dew. 
I bought some of that. It was depressing. <laughs> we can just see the soul, the spark in Jinji's eyes dying as not, he hears us eating his people. It did not taste good at all. Whoever said gingers taste good, they lied. Huh. You don't like ginger. You may have to tell that to Tattle. Jesus, fuck, man. <laughs> I like ginger. I haven't had much of it, sadly. <laughs> the food or the, the people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus yes. Christ. Sadly, <laughs> neither. Surprisingly. You know, where I'm from, we're all kind of like brown all over. That's what, that's, I was gonna, I was gonna say that's what she said, but then I started thinking about, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> God. No, why would you say that? Why like, would you think that, you sicko? Because I'm, I, I, I don't know, because I'm weird, man. I'm weird. No, you're strange. <laughs> we brought it home. Doctor Strange. The trailer yeah. for Doctor Strange too looks I pretty good. I heard one uh, dad joke for Christmas. Don't you have others to grace our ears with? Oh, sure. Uh, what? Uh, what's Santa's nationality? This is gonna be bad. Snow White. He's North Pole-ish. <laughs> to jump off a bridge. <laughs> Holy oh, that one was really bad. Oh, I prefer. Give me back my Grinch. Poland is already ashamed. Don't do this to them. <laughs> all right, all right. What does Santa eat for breakfast? If it's not something with milk and cookies, I'm going to be disappointed. It's not Mrs. Claus. I'm going to be upset. hey <laughs> It's uh, Frosted Flakes. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to say it. Do it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> God. No, the worst thing I ever did was sprained my ankle, damn near broke it, because my dumbass in third grade tried to impress some girls at the playground and I jumped off the top of a very tall slide. Oh man, yes. Impressing girls. The perfect the best way for you to injure yourself seriously. Yep. Well Odin, you don't have to feel too bad for him. He ju- he did just take an arrow to the knee today. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. He did. You literally did. There is nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. How's the arrow? Does it hurt yet? Yeah, yeah. Let's just uh, let's just go with yeah. DJ can uh, <laughs> can attest to it. I thought I put some good effort into the valves for it, but nah, my mine got blown out of the fucking. Were you wearing a hoodie or a cardigan? I'm wearing a sweater, dude. Was that a sweater? It's a sweater. He's going that Mister Rogers route. Oh, dear Next thing we God. know, he's going to be playing with toy trains. It's a beautiful day in the Entertaining kids with puppets. Beautiful day in the neighbor. Would you oh, be mine? Would you be mine? Would you be my neighbor? Sweet show. It gives Bob Ross vibes whenever I see, like, snippets of it. 
They were around the same time, I think. More popular on YouTube with most people, with more audiences, I would say. Like, more varied stuff. I barely get, like, any recommendations from Mr. Rogers, but always lots of Bob Ross. <laughs> oh, this one's terrible. <laughs> you have to share it. If it makes you cringe, you have to share it. All right, Gingy. You got to end the show on this one. All right. All right. <laughs> Send us off with that holiday punny cheer. Kids, happy holidays. This, uh, <laughs> this joke is not kid friendly. Ah, oh, Gingy, you've been betrayed. <laughs> How does Santa practice safe sex? God, no! I feel like this is going to be silly. Does he put a, so- a stocking on? No. Uh-oh, what? Oh, it can't be that. It has to be more nuanced. He always wraps his package before shoving it down the chimney. <laughs> well then. Oh. Oh. You've killed me. Okay, good bye bye. Good good night, everybody. Happy Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Alright. Odin, where can people find you? You can find me on you can find me on Twitter at by Odin's beard. That is Odin with two N's. Don't forget it. And I'm never going to stop saying it. We'll come get you. Domaldo, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube, uh, Domaldo's gaming channel. We happy to have you there. Wait, you know, I, haven't looked at, I haven't looked at that yet. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash dbsgarker716. We stream currently on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday afternoons from 3 p.m. Central to 6 p.m. Central. Sweet. Well, you can find me at my personal Twitter at RagingGingy. You can follow the show at uh, PPAF Podcast for any questions, comments, concerns, topic suggestions. Mine is dropping it in the Discord. DM me. I'm all ears. Hey, hey. You can email the show directly at ppandfpodcast at gmail.com. So with that being said, you know, Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you guys have a happy holidays. Um, I know he's not a part of the show anymore, but it's still kind of pixely tradition. Enjoy the uh, Christmas song. You know, all I want for Christmas is a chinchilla written by artist Riley. So I'll go ahead and uh, make it play now. So you guys have a have a good day. We'll catch you next year. Next year. Now that I think about it, yep, we'll we'll catch you next year for episode one sixty nine. Uh, Who, who's after Eric no. Arians, by the way? Who's what? Who's after uh, Ariados? Shit, dude, I don't know. One's... Fuck, I don't know. Crobat. Look it up, Mr. Pokedex. Crobat. Crobat? 169 is Crobat. Well, alright. Stay tuned. Next time for episode Crobat. Thank you guys for for listening. Catch you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
Hi guys, as some of you guys know, I've been uploading some Beyblade videos lately. Because I like Beyblade. Now, I'm a very... I might be doing a few of these songs. I really wanted to chill out, so I thought I would show with a furry little guy I can see. Oh, for Christmas is a furry Impossible to me. Well, anyway, I think you know what I'm talking about. A chinchilla is the right one for me. A little for Christmas is a chinchilla. Chinchilla, he be my nephew. Chinchilla, there's a cute me and be the best friend to boot. All I want for Christmas is a chinchilla. And now the song is done. Goodbye.